I think there's a mindset shift that needs to happen when it comes to social media, because I think a lot of times the emphasis is only on content creation. Today's episode is sponsored by WinTheHourWinTheDay.com, where we help you stop working so hard. Hey entrepreneurs, are you going full speed just trying to keep up? For years, I was always rushing to get to the next thing. There was always something that I needed to learn before the thing I actually needed to learn. So the big question is, how do you stop the craziness? How do you get to your next win? Well, this podcast will give you the answer. Get quicker, faster results, no fluff, and get to your next win now. Hey, do you want time back? If you got projects you want to get to, take our win back time quiz and get instant actionable steps on how to improve. I'm not kidding you. This has been designed to show people just like you, entrepreneurs, small business owners, your blind spots. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Win the Hour, Win the Day podcast. And I am your host, Chris Ward. And today in the house, we have Mariana Padilla and we are going to talk social media, but we're going to talk about, well, you know, you tell us what we're going to talk about, Mariana. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, I'm really passionate about social media, but doing social media the right way. So it's not super overwhelming and, you know, begins to take over your life. So that is what I am really excited to talk to everyone about today. Okay. So how do we stop it from taking over our lives? I know you're talking about social media should just not be out there like a popularity contest, like throw videos out. We want people to see our face. We want them to like us, but this is in high school. We don't have a lot of time. we got to get to the goods. We want to talk about closing sales or being more direct and more purposeful in our social media. So how do we do that while still being likable and not salesy and all that type of stuff? Yeah, I mean, I think the first thing that I would say in terms of not letting social media dominate your life is really figuring out which platform is right for you. So let's just talk through a couple of assumptions here. So first of all, if you are not going to be someone who's going to be creating a ton of video content, I would say obviously TikTok is not the right platform for you starting there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but then also the same goes for Instagram, simply because the way the algorithm works and, and you know, it's been modified recently over the past couple of months, but it's really, really hard to grow an Instagram following uh, without focusing on video content, without creating that video content. So, you know, starting there, what kinds of content are you going to be creating? Obviously, if you are someone who, you know, you want to be seen as an industry expert, Twitter, LinkedIn are going to be great platforms for you. But really deciding uh, where you need to show up is going to be the first thing. And that will be based on a couple of things. Like I said, the kinds of content that you want to be creating, but then also the kinds of audience that you are speaking to and the people that you want to be working with, right? Obviously, that's a huge part of it. You know, when I first started my business, I, I fell under the, the social media trap. I have to be everywhere all the time. But then I realized there are really only two places that I need to show up because that's where my people are. One of those is Instagram and the other of those is LinkedIn. And so I think that relieves a lot of the pressure, feeling like you have to show up in all the places when you can, you know, leverage one of the one or two of those platforms really, really effectively to grow your business and close more sales. Okay, so what you're saying right at the bat is, first of all, do, do one or two things well, and then you can figure out what you want to take from that and if you want to expand and not try to be all things to all people at all times. Yes. Right? Absolutely. And it is really tempting because sometimes you hear like, 
oh my gosh, we all like shift, everybody run. We have to be here now. <laughs> you know, right. like this is a new thing. I, I mean, I remember when Clubhouse came out, I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, like this is it. This is the bomb. I don't even know if it's still operating, but I'll tell you, I'm not on it. So it, it was just like, we all ran like crazy people over there. But the, the reality at the end of the day is you need a social media strategy and the platforms are going to rotate and change, but it's about the strategy. Yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I guess there is value in being an early adopter, right? But I think, you know, we, we hold ourselves up to these standards of needing to have this multi-channel strategy. But then you have to realize that the companies who have these multi-channel strategies have people, one person makes Instagram video content one person does all the Twitter, mm. right? You, you, we are not people who have like a 10, 12 person marketing team just for social media. So like you, it's really impossible to do that if you're not, if you don't want your entire, you know, 40 hour work week to just be social media. Yeah. I mean, we, we, I definitely, we talk about, you know, being what we call the win formula. So you're in execution mode 60% of the time. And we're always using super toolkits so that you can compress your work and, and be operating under that win formula. So we definitely, you can repurpose for sure. Uh, but yes, when you see big production companies doing something spectacular on Instagram, like that, that's a whole thing on there. So I want to back up just for a second because you skipped over something that I think I've been ignoring. And I don't know if we're going off the course when we talk about this, but one of the platforms you mentioned was Twitter. And I find what's interesting when you said that to me, it popped up in my mind is something newsworthy happens. Like I will go on Twitter to check it out. Like, Hey, this will be current yet. I don't really think we post much on Twitter. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So Twitter is one of those platforms. It is useful for a couple things. Um, I have a lot of problems with Twitter. <laughs> okay. There's been a lot of news that has come out recently about it's just like not a great platform to be on. But there's a couple of reasons to be on there. One of those is if you are trying to implement a really strong PR strategy, Twitter is a great platform for you. A lot of journalists are on Twitter. You can oh. reach out to them directly through their DMs. And, and oh. you know, yeah, so it's a great way to like build relationships with people that way. Um, you know, and, Hold and, on one it, second. Oh, yeah, yeah That's absolutely. a powerful thing you just dropped. That makes total sense because that's where the news is so that's where the yeah. reporters are going to be yeah so then oh i just want to dive into this for a second so would i then be where would i how would i know who's who so would i try to find these pr people on linkedin and then go connect with them on twitter like what's the pathway there yeah and so it's not necessarily pr people it's the journalists themselves and oh so sorry yes that's what i meant yeah, i meant no, no, sorry no, no, i'm thinking P yeah 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 i'm thinking sorry i'm thinking people too there <laughs> i i'm skipping ahead i'm already focused on my pr thank you for correcting me no the journalist people who will provide my pr yeah, um yeah, yeah. how would i go about tracking that down so that i know who they are on twitter yeah, so there's a couple ways to do that. A good way to do that is to go on and do like a Google News alert. So you can okay. set up a alert on Google News to get notified about articles that you're really interested in. So, um, you know, whatever industry in, say you're in, I don't think I'm just going to throw this out there, like 3D manufacturing. Cool. Awesome. I want to know about news in the 3D manufacturing realm. You set up an alert for those and then you can see all the articles that come up and it's typically the same people who are on a beat. And so you'll begin to see their 
other names pop up more and more and more as you go and you're like tracking all of these Google news alerts, you'll be able to see the journalists who are working on those specific beats and then be able to reach out to them on Twitter. Once you know their names, you know who they're working okay. for, where, where they where they're published, you can you can find them on Twitter. Um, the other thing you can do um, is there is a website called Muckrack. And so um, spell that, that please. Oh, yeah. M-U-C-K-R-A-C-K. Um, okay. And so you can get limited features for free. It is a subscription service, but that is also a really great way to find uh, journalists specifically. The whole platform is basically how you find journalists. And I think you can search by, you know, um, speciality, like so if they're, they're specialized in health and wellness or like whatever it is that they specialize. So those two things will help you connect with the journalists that you need to be talking to, um, you know, because just pitching an article to someone who just like crime obviously it's not going to help yeah, you yeah 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 <laughs> for those kind of things and so we could also way. look at um you know say wired magazine or something and check out who the who's Absolutely. in the manuscript there okay all right yeah. awesome that was that was i think interesting sidebar but it was very interesting to me Absolutely. okay yeah, that's yeah. a learning thing okay Sorry, continue with your brilliance. I just got distracted there. <laughs> no, no, no. I think it's a helpful tip. I, you know, sometimes I throw these things out. I've known this and I'm like, oh, some, someone doesn't know. Look at this knowledge. Um, yeah. No, it's totally fine. Um, so Twitter is great for that reason. Um, also for, I would say, you know, companies whose leaders want to be, have their own personal brands. I think Twitter is a great platform for that. Um, you can now publish longer content on Twitter with like their newsletter feature. I haven't used that. Um, you know, Twitter is not my platform where my people are, but you you can do that on Twitter now. I think they're also testing out like an edit feature. I don't know. They're constantly changing the rules, but there are reasons for you to be on Twitter if okay. that's where your so people are. So I distracted you, distracted you through Twitter. So don't worry about Twitter. I've got my belly full of Twitter. Now I'm going to try the the journalists there. So go back to. Um, what, so what are some things that, okay, how do I go about closing sales on social media? You speak of that. Yeah, absolutely. So figuring out your primary platform, right? That's the first step. Um, okay. the, the next step is really dependent on like, how you use the platform. So for me, um, Instagram, I have a lot of people on Instagram. I've met people through Instagram specifically and, and close sales that way. A great way to do that is just, um, you know, by going through and engaging with other people's content, it might not seem like that's a strong strategy, mm. but I follow other social media strategists on Instagram and I will comment and leave suggestions in their, in, you know, in their uh, comment section on their posts. And people have reached out to me to learn more about my business simply based on like the comments that I left on, on, on their content. Okay. So hold on. So, all right, let's say Jane does a very similar, if not the exact same job as you, and then she puts a post up and then you are making comments on her posts, correct? Yes. Now, does she not then think, hey, you're cutting my grass, like you're, like you're, this is my stage and you're getting up and stealing the mic? That, I mean, it, I, I'm sure some people re could react like that, <laughs> but I've never, I've never had that be an issue, you know, especially if you're leaving valuable content. Like I'm not saying, Hey, come check out my page. Like I'm a better no, but strategist. <laughs> if you're leaving valuable content, is there not the pot? And, and maybe I'm coming at this from the totally wrong angle, but I'm just throwing this question out there even more. So if you're leaving, leaving really valuable content, then maybe you're, you're up showing Jane's bandwidth and yours is wider do feelings not get a little funny there 
I haven't had that experience. And I think probably the reason why is because the folks that I'm following and engaging with have much bigger audiences ah, than I do. Okay. Okay. So I, I mean, you. we're talking of like macro influencers, right. like hundreds of thousands, millions of followers. So for them, like I, I, I probably that's an important tip. That. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> that's an important tip. Smaller. Okay. So you're dealing with somebody that's got such a huge audience. It's not even going to see your comment half the time, but either way. And then the people that you're now commenting on, they're going to be like, Hey, this one might be financially or whatever. I just feel like this other person's out of my scope, but you're contributing. And so now they feel a little bit more relatable to you and you've gotten some business from that. Mm -hmm. yep. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. All right. Yeah. So that, that's the, that's the first way. So, um, you know, it, it, and I think there's a mindset shift that needs to happen when it comes to social media, because I think a lot of times the emphasis is only on content creation, right? Like what kinds of content do we need? To right. Yes. Important, but how you use the platform is just as important, right? Yeah. So the, the algorithm also rewards you for just showing up on the platform. The more you use it, the more you like and engage with other people's content, the more your content gets seen as well. So you have to show up. Um, that's, that's another part of it. Um, so beyond that, you know, like, uh, like I said, just commenting, engaging with other people's posts, but then, you know, um, I always like to welcome new followers as long as it's my, it's someone I go check out their profile, you know, like we are vibing. I like what they're doing. You know, they could be a potential client. I always welcome them. Just say, Hey, I'm so glad you're here. I really thank you for the follow. If you have any questions, just let me know. It's not salesy. People ask me questions. Then we start a conversation. It comes out of the DMS. We get on a zoom call, you know, we, then we're working together. So I've definitely had that happen to, to, to too. So it's really about, uh, you know, content and then also community building and, and really building mm. those relationships in a way that is, it is authentic and, and doesn't make people feel, you know, like super salesy. It's not overwhelming, I guess. You know, that's such a, it's so simple and it's come up a number of times, but I swear to God, every time I, I, I had the saying like, oh yeah, I forgot. I knew that. Right. So sometimes you have to be reminded and reminded, and reminded, like you are right. There is a social to social media. More importantly, that the platforms do want, like that you are going to be rewarded. They do want to see you on there. You can't just, we get, you're hundred percent right. We get so focused on producing content because that's what we hear all day long. It's no longer negotiable. It is what it is. You, you know, you got to be doing videos and blogs and everything and posts and blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, okay, it's up. Like I've got it up for today. It's done. Let me get off this platform. But we can't control that. We can control the amount we engage, the community we build. And it is really, if not, it's maybe even the more important part than posting. Mm -hmm. Cause if you think about yeah. it, like life, when you go into a scenario where you're looking at a speaker on stage there's one speaker, but the networking really comes into the people you sit beside or that you meet at the event. Yeah. So you're not, not going to go because, oh, I didn't get to be on stage. Right. right. Or you're not going to go on stage and then leave immediately after right. I'm not talking to any of you get right. away from me. Right? right. You're there. It's like, oh, they saw me on stage. Great. I hope they connect with me. So, so I think we do skim over that a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I equate it to just like running in, just publishing content and not doing anything else, like running into a room, shouting your announcement, and then like just immediately yeah. leaving with not no engagement, right? Like you don't right. want to be top set. You want to be engaged with, and so I yeah. think that's that's the key of all of it is like that authentic connection. Right. Okay. All right. I'm having a moment here. I'm just nodding while we're sitting here in audio, nodding. Okay. Go ahead. Continue with your brilliance. Um, well, and I guess just to, to continue on with that same theme is just, um, 
uh, being authentic. And, and one thing that's been driving me crazy lately, um, specifically about Instagram, um, because they want to compete with TikTok, they have been, you know, pushing up reels, right? So they want you to be making real reels content seen by a ton more people. But then what happens is because people know they need to be making reels, there's like six sounds that get saved and people use over and over and yeah. over and over yeah. and over and over and over again. It drives me insane. It's crappy content. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put it out there. Like there are times to use trending audio, but if you're like six weeks late to the party, people are going to be so over that audio by the time they see the reel. But to me, like my immediate reaction is like, nope, seen that. And then there's like five videos in a row that all have the same sound. So it's just not authentic. So just be, I, I think figuring out a way to be yourself on video, I guess, is what I'm thinking about specifically right now, video content. Uh, you don't need to use the trending audio. I have never once danced on camera. It's really just me talking about the things that like my clients ask me about all the time. So even there, just like, what do your clients ask you about all the time? There are generally like three to five consistent questions that people have when they're coming into the sales funnel, when they've been working with you for a long time, you know, whatever those questions are, keep track of those FAQs and you can just make content around that. It doesn't need to be anything fancy. If you want to throw a filter on there, great. You, but you don't need to spend a ton of time using effects and using filters and all of those things. Like for me, what matters and what my, my audience engages with most is this thing that's like tangible, helpful tips, right? Like being just being myself and bringing like my wisdom to the table, you don't need to do anything crazy. Yeah. And I don't enjoy the word being authentic, not picking on you. What I find about that is, well, nobody would show up to be inauthentic. So it's like, oh, be authentic. But I think what you're saying, which I think is correct is first of all, I now, I mean, I'm a podcast junkie, so I, I don't, I don't, I haven't heard music in years. So I now know the first two seconds to maybe a hundred current songs. <laughs> I don't know who's singing them or what the next line is, but <laughs> because of social media, um, because I'm not listening to the songs offline, I'm listening to podcasts. So, okay. So what I think you're saying is, listen, stay true to who you are, just because it's almost like if you invited me to this party, I can't then decide, okay, what is everybody wearing that party and show up in that outfit? So if I yes. don't want to dance on camera, which I do not, I like to have a good time. I'm willing to dance, but I am not doing it in the middle of the work day and pointing at words and this is the new thing, right? There's got to be <laughs> yeah. another way, right? So I think what you're saying is don't succumb to what like high school, what everybody else is doing. Yes. Don't succumb to peer pressure. Don't succumb to, oh, this is the new thing. And in order to your business not to go under, we must hop on one foot and play this same audio, right? Yeah. So by being authentic is be consistent in your character yes. and just be who you are and it will work out. Yes, absolutely. Okay. And Got I think it. all it comes through when you're uncomfortable doing what you're doing. And mm. you know, it'll take it takes time to show up comfortably on, on camera. But there are so many times when I'm seeing these videos of people and you can just tell they're forcing themselves to do it. And as my 12 year old daughter likes to say, it's super cringe. You can yeah. tell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> cringy. I've heard that. It's cringy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That is a really good point because we do all get seduced in, okay, this is it. And then you think it's the whole, which I, I, we always talk about all these things you hear online that are not true, the grinding it out. And I always say, that's just a, somebody making a, a, like a, a hero's journey out of ill-planned 
out of an ill-planned journey, right? Mm -hmm. Similar to like, you'll see these true stories on Netflix. It's like, well, first thing what you're going to do is beat me up emotionally and get me all feeling sad. And then this guy or girl is going to crawl out of this hole. Well, that's not fun, right? Yeah. So I think what happens is then we're told, well, if you really care about your business, then you come so far, why can't you dance or hop on one foot to make yeah. a sale? Wouldn't you do that for your business? So I think stop doing that, be who you are, show up because actually you can tell me, but I, this is what I hear all the time. It's a new day for social media and they just want to see you be you. Yeah, totally. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you know, there, and I think, you know, I, I've been following a lot of people on TikTok uh, and the people whose content I appreciate the most are literally just people who come up 30, 60, 90 seconds. And they're just talking about whatever it is. Like it is, it's just yeah. knowledge. Right. You know, and I just yeah. really appreciate that. I think there's a whole new democratization of, of information out there as long as it's correct. Right. Like there's a whole other yeah. issue misinformation, but we don't go there, but you know, I think, and they're performing really well with millions of followers. So it can be done. It can be done. Yeah. 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 Okay. We've got a couple minutes left. What are some other things that you think, listen, there's misnomers out there we should really, you know, not be buying into. Oh, so many things. Um, <laughs> I guess what, I mean, you know, another thing too is just like really thinking about the uh, different types of content that you are creating. And I know, I think as a business owner, it, you, there people have different understandings of like what it takes to, what kinds of content needs to be created, right? You want to have educational content, you want to have, you know, entertaining content, you want to have like testimonials, all of that kind of stuff. And that's very, very important. But the other thing you have to think about is that each stage of the sales funnel, people need to see different kinds of content to keep moving down the sales funnel, mm, right? Okay. And so social media, I, I tend to think, you know, is very top of the sales funnel. It's great for brand awareness, helping people learn more about your brand. But at the same time, like you need to make sure that people who are in the middle of the sales funnel are being, are they're seeing things that are interest to them so that they keep coming back for more. So I, I work with a lot of realtors this, and I think it's just helpful to, to think about it from this lens, right? So if you are a new home buyer, and you're just thinking about purchasing a home, you need very different content. Different content is going to be helpful for you than someone who is at the stage of closing on their very mm -hmm. first home. Mm -hmm. Even though mm -hmm. you are both first time home buyers, right? Technically you're That's the same. That's a great example. That's a good example. It's completely different, right? So you right. have to be able to be very in touch with your ideal client profile and then also how they move through the sales funnel and have a very, very deep understanding of you know pain points and psychographics at each of those stages and, and what, what they're struggling with so you can create that content that they need to see. Yeah, that's a really good example because you know, when you say people at different stages of the cycle, you're like, okay, so this client is seeing my stuff for whatever is new. And this person, other uh, potential clients, this other person's now seen it for seven weeks, but you are, that's a clear distinction. They're both first time home buyers, but one is just now thinking about looking for a house and the other is ready to do the paperwork, right? There's a yes. big, there's a big leap between that. What would appear to be two people in the same category or bucket. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really. That's good. I don't know if this is the whole thing and I don't know if you're going to be able to help us. One of the things I find frustrating is I know there's a lot of social media management programs out there, but I find that most of them, you plug all the stuff in and it's going to pop up in your phone. And then you're going to have to like, it's inter the way I work. It's interruption. I, I just don't believe in hopping in and out of activities. Mm -hmm. So we've tried it on a spreadsheet, but sometimes where you're right, it's like, 
I'd like to have some sort of plan that we know we put up testimonials once every couple of weeks yeah. or whatever, but tracking what I'm putting out as far as posts and stuff, I find that a little tricky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the tool that I use is publer.io. Um, okay. They have a great free program. So you can connect up to three accounts um, at a time and have up to 10 posts going for free. I pay for the paid version because I have more than three accounts. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so and it's great because they have a uh, calendar view. You can see like what posts got scheduled when you can repost, you know, and it's just helpful to be able to um, know, okay, you know, in my brain. And I also have spreadsheets that kind of go along with this, but like Monday is testimonial day. Tuesday is, you know, we're sharing a, a sharing a reel. Wednesday is I'm sharing an article or the link to my blog post. Like Thursday is I'm making sure that I'm promoting my my lead magnet. That's another thing too, is also making sure that your social media is helping grow your email list. And we can also talk about that. Yeah. But you know, having a basic like infrastructure and you know, for me, it's like it is in my head. It's also in a spreadsheet. But then I know I can go into Publer, I can go look at those posts, I can and then from there also just reuse some of that really high performing content. And that's another way to keep things manageable. I'll typically repost, you know, as long as it's, you know, uh, uh, evergreen and not time sensitive after like three months, I'll just repost it. Yeah. So you're not like yeah. consistently recreating the wheel, making sure the copy is right, but you know, uh, easy to repost and reuse that content also. All right. Well, I'll check that out. Cause the other ones I've tried, it's like, I mean, and even some of them, because they were video, that's fine. But even if we just use one for posting uh, written copy, that's, yeah. it just really helps to see that because otherwise yes. I don't need this stuff popping up on my phone all day. That's yeah. not how. Well, and you can that. also schedule stories and reels now for Publer. So you can eat reels. But does it pop do up in your phone and you have to? Nope. Auto publish. Okay. Nope. Okay. Yeah. And that's that makes me that's crazy. In the last two weeks. It, 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 oh. it was like you had to manually publish it for no reason other than Instagram wants to keep you on the platform. That's the only reason because all oh. the other platforms, you can schedule out TikToks for months in advance, right? There's no oh. reason for it other than Instagram's being stubborn. That's it. See, I didn't find that with TikTok either because the ones I saw with TikTok, you could publish them, but you couldn't put the, uh, the when you when you go to load of the banner across like your videos in the feed, you're at the bottom of your profile page. So you couldn't change your little banner there to put the title. Mm. Like there was restriction. So like I might as well go on the platform. There's no sense getting all this stuff out in the platform if I'm yeah. going to miss steps. Like I right. don't get any, getting more stuff out faster doesn't count if, if it's not the same quality as everybody yeah. else. Yeah. So I found each social, but this does sound like it has a little bit more than the other ones. Cause I found each one is, had some sort of hoop you to jump through. So anyhow, yeah. we're getting specific here. All right. Excellent. Okay. Where I think you've been clear, but should people have been um, distracted by your great insights here? Where can they find you? Yes, absolutely. So on Instagram, um, at Red Lab Marketing, R-E-D-L-A-B Marketing. Uh, easy way to remember it. It's named after my two Red Fox Labradors, Walter and Marlene. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, named after my doggos. Um, and also redlabmarketing.com. And um, you can find my profile uh, from my website, my LinkedIn profile uh, yeah, from my website as well. And I'm, I, I'm always on LinkedIn. That's I've been really enjoying LinkedIn lately. I don't know. Oh, good. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Me too. Okay. Uh, thank you so much. We appreciate you and everyone else. We will see you in the next episode. Hey guys, hop on over to free gift from Chris.com. That's free gift G I F T from Chris K R I S.com. We are constantly putting goodies in there so that you guys can have a business that supports your life instead of consuming it. Okay.